New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Today, I'm hosting Linda Yael Schiller, a licensed psychotherapist and author of Modern Dreamwork, New Tools for Decoding Your Soul's Wisdom, and PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dreamwork. I'm speaking with Linda at her home by Remote Connection. Linda, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. Wonderful to be here. It's great to have you. Let's talk about nightmares. Maybe a lot of people are having nightmares. So there's a lot of tension and anxiety going on in society today. So what is the difference between a dream and a nightmare? So a dream and a nightmare are differentiated by the emotional narrative that goes along with the storyline or the uh, landscape of the dream. So we could have a dream, and if the feeling state in the dream is pleasant, nice, fun, enjoyable, it's a regular dream. If we have a dream and the feeling state that goes along with the dream is, I'm a little bit anxious, I'm a little bit worried, I'm a little bit sad, that might be a bad dream, but it's not heart-pounding or terrifying. If, however, our dream is one of those heart-pounding, terrifying dreams that has us catching our breath when we wake up and we have strong negative emotions in our dream, that's the definition of a nightmare. A dream with strong negative emotions is what a nightmare is. Some people have recurring nightmares that come to them and they keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. We really need to work with that because there's some unfinished business there. Am I thinking that correctly? You are thinking that absolutely correctly. Our nightmares come through as what I like to say, an SOS from the unconscious. This is a a danger alert, a heads up. There's something we don't yet know enough about. There's something that's unfinished business. There's something we need to pay attention to. And then ultimately, there's something we have to do differently in our lives, take some kind of action step that the nightmare has pointed us toward in order to make a shift in how we handle, manage, or deal with this event or these events um, that are generating the nightmare. And when it's repetitive, It's our unconscious trying to say, wake up to your dreams. You're not paying attention to me. I'm going to keep coming back over and over until I finally get your attention because our systems are set up to want to be in homeostasis. Our body-mind system want to resolve trauma and to get to a place of feeling calm and, and, and peaceful. And if it's not, they're going to keep giving us some kind of an alert try to get us back into balance. I know that you work not only with uh, our sleep dreams, but you work with our daydreams too. And I know that you talk about this. It's a nonlinear time. 
like when we're in a daydream or or yeah. or our waking life can also be a dream like as well and there was a time in my life that I was going through a lot of trauma and I wrote I I actually drew out a picture in my journal which I still have of a stone wall and it had all these gargoyles on it and all these terrible kind of images and I knew that I I couldn't get over this wall and that's what I was writing about in my journal at the same time Linda in my life I was showing my horse over fences oh. I, and so I was a horsewoman and I would ride over fences and he would always fly through fences he would never stop at a fence and we were in a horse show and we were coming up we went over a brick wall and then we coming up to the stone wall and he absolutely put on the brakes i couldn't believe it and in a show ring you're given three chances to get over a fence before you're excused i thought oh that's interesting and i gathered up my reins and i came at the wall the second time and he stopped again he stopped three times wow and i felt this tremendous relief in my body and i went out of the ring i took him over a practice fence he was fine i handed my reins to my trainer and i said i'm going home i never went to another show ever again that was the last of it and then i i just felt like he knew about my stone wall that I had written about in my journal that I needed not to get over the stone wall, but to have a deeper understanding of that wall and how it is I was going to dismantle it and not to just sort of poo-poo it in my life, but to pay attention. So it's like this imaginal world that we can live in all the time that's speaking to us all the time. And it might be in the form of these kinds of day nightmares too. Justine, I'm so impressed with how well you paid attention to both your sleeping dream and your waking dream and the the synchronicity and, and how you listened to the dream. So there's three levels here. One, as you said, you're going through a difficult period of time in your life and there were some traumatic things going on and you you were aware of whatever those were. So that was one. Then you had this nighttime dream or nightmare where you came up to a stone wall in your dream and it was full of like gargoyles. And the feeling in the dream was this is kind of scary or threatening. Is that right? Absolutely. It was terrifying. Yeah. And then in waking life, this is just so amazing. The horse enacted your dream because this horse you've been I take it riding for a long time and you're sailing over jumps and walls and fences no problem all of a sudden out of the blue comes to a stop before this wall and won't go over it and it was specifically the stone wall it wasn't the brick wall it wasn't the oxer it wasn't any of those it was the stone wall that's amazing and somehow you knew that this was the end of your jumping career. So what I'm wondering, as, as we say in the dream world, if this were my dream and I was having associations, is it okay if I riff a little bit? Oh, please, please do. I love okay. it. And it's a good example, I think, for our listeners how to, to work with this. Okay. So on 
the first concrete level, if this were my waking and dreaming experience, I would be so curious as to what was on the other side of that stone wall that the horse wouldn't go over. What did the horse know that I didn't know? Was there a a ditch there? Was there a, a thorn bush there? Was there some kind of a wild animal there? We'll never know. But the animal instincts in this wonderful animal knew both he or she and you were not supposed to cross this wall. Right. Which is so fascinating to me. Right. So that was one wondering I would have. Second, the parallel between your dream and your waking experience was, you know, shiver worthy. Of, of, and you pointed out it wasn't the, the vents and it wasn't the brick. It was the stone wall, just like in your dream. In your dream, the stone wall had scary gargoyles. And in your dream, you did not go over or get past the wall. So sometimes in our dreams or in our waking life, right, we're supposed to go over a wall or under a wall or through a wall or get past a wall. And sometimes we're not. Right? Sometimes a wall is there for a reason that says to us, you know what, that's it for now for this direction. You've hit a wall, pun intended, for a good reason. Yes. And your body is, again, pun intended, stonewalling. Right there it is. Yeah. Going any further. So when we listen to that, we find something else to do. And so I don't know what you did after you stopped jumping horses, but among other things, you became a, a, a host on this wonderful radio show. That's true. You changed directions. Right after that, I went to a 17-day workshop a Jungian retreat. It was called Four Springs with different women that had worked with the Bible and images, Jungian images and so forth. So what I did was that I made friends with the demons of that wall. I actually like talked to them through that workshop. It was amazing. It changed my life. You are absolutely right. That was a turning point in my life. Absolutely. A turning point in my spiritual life. Absolutely. Here's just a a very small example of how we can work with our dreams, even if they're nightmares. And and what you did beautifully, there's there's one chapter in in the new book in PTS Dreams, it's called Tending and Befriending Our Monsters. So when we tend and befriend, as opposed to simply run away or hide, we get to find out who or what are these scary images, in your case, the, the gargoyles on the wall. And once we get to know them, we find out their meaning and their message and often find they have a gift for us that we would never have received had we only kept running and running from them. So to be able to get in a safe enough place, both in our life and in our dream work, to be able to gather our protection, gather our helpers. In your case, in a very concrete sense, you went to a workshop with a lot of uh, women in a spiritual bent to really examine. So you were held in a nice, safe environment to be able to move into this scary dream and look at who or what are these gargoyles and what are they telling me? It's a wonderful image and a wonderful metaphor for the kind of work we all are able to do. So in other words, Linda, 
our nightmares, even though there are images that are scary or something, you really hold them as our nightmares can be vaccines really for us rather than just staying as terrifying and tear us down. That's right. They're like vaccines. They can inoculate us. And another parallel image is they can be like a homeopathic dose as well. So we know that in homeopathy, the tincture or the cure for whatever the physical or emotional distresses you're taking the homeopathic remedy for is actually a very, very diluted version of the danger or the poison itself. So in our dreams, we might be getting this diluted version of the thing that scared us to give us a homeopathic inoculation, I guess is the word, um, so that we can wake up enough to work with it and do the healing that we need to put our own system in gear and get our own wisdom of our own bodies and our own cells to respond to this homeopathic dose. And I know when you work with nightmares in particular, that it's very, very important if you're working with a friend with their nightmare or maybe just for yourself with your nightmare, it's very important that you bring to yourself protection. Right. If I'm going to enter this scary, scary dream, how do I enter it? Well, the method that I designed, Justine, um, called the Gaia Method, stands for Guided Active Imagination Approach. And I outlined it. I have a chapter in the first book in Modern Dreamwork about that. And then the second book, pretty much the whole book, PTS Dreams, focuses on understanding the nature of trauma, dissociation, and nightmares, and how to work in a safe place, in a safe way with them. Because the last thing we want to do is re-traumatize ourselves or anybody else by going too quickly into something really, really scary and not having the resources to be able to deal with it. So when we're revisiting a scary dream or a traumatic event in our sleeping life or our waking life, one of the things that makes it different the second time around is that we don't have to do it by ourselves anymore. We get to bring people, pets, friends, divine beings, you know, magical capes with us to accompany us and feel secure and protected so that we have resources to be able to look at the things that have terrified us. And this approach, this guided active imagination approach is based on two legs, one is on Jungian style active imagination work, and the other is on best practice trauma treatments. So it's setting up these layers of safety before moving into the dream. I'm building on the work I know from doing EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, which is a wonderful way of doing integrated trauma treatment. And there's a lot of other forms of doing trauma treatment as well that always start with safety, start with safety, end with safety. And then it's like a, a safety sandwich. You start safe, then you muck around in the scary stuff, and then you come out and you end safe again. So you come back into your life with some resources. Um, so in the Gaia method, there are, are three parts. You start with collecting, if you will, who do you want with you before you go into and visit the dream so you feel safe, secure, protected? Who and what do you want with you? And then the bridge between part one and part two, 
which isn't talked about in the first book, but I developed it further and it's in the second book, is you then, with your resources, you peek inside your dream and say, ooh, is there anything inside the dream that I might have missed or I might have neglected to mention that's actually a resource for me or actually a, a safe object or being or person? It's like, oh, look, there's this little woman sitting on a bench in the corner of my dream. I, I forgot to mention her before, but she's a wise old woman and she's actually already there in my dream. It's a resource I already have. Let's make sure we include her too before we go and face the gargoyles, right? And then the last part, part two, is we gather in all the resources from inside and outside of our dream and then work in a variety of different ways of methods of doing dream work to understand, unpack, and heal whatever it was that is disturbed in the dream so that we can find the buried treasure and we can find the gifts and we can reduce our level of distress. I love that. Thank you so much for really going into that and how we can transform the nightmare with these tools and feel empowered in our life. I just want to thank you so much, Linda, for being with us today on the cafe. Oh, you're very welcome. My pleasure. I've been speaking with Linda Yael Schiller, and she's a licensed psychotherapist and the author of Modern Dreamwork, New Tools for Decoding Your Soul's Wisdom, and the one that we've been talking about today, PTS Dreams, Transform Your Nightmares from Trauma Through Healing Dreamwork. And if you want to find out more about her work, you can go to her website, lindayaelschiller.com, and she spells her name, Linda Yael, Y-A-E-L, Schiller, S-C-H-I-L-L-E-R, lindayaelschiller.com, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org, where you'll find over 1,700 programs in our archive. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.